You're listening to the Social Selling Simplified Podcast. Stick around if you too are obsessed with learning things that actually work and believe that success leaves clues. We're all about identifying results-producing roadmaps and getting super clear on how to scale and grow your online business. From part-timer to president, social selling expert Ashley Shaw will help you connect the dots and take the guesswork out of what works to grow a social selling empire. It's time to hear from social selling legends, listen in on truthful conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks to reduce the marketing overwhelm so you can build the social selling business of your dreams. If you're ready to go all in, no holding back, and build the business you've always wanted, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, social selling guru, and fitness industry OG, Ashley Shaw. Welcome to Social Selling Simplified. I'm your host, Ashley Shaw. And today I'm going to be diving into email lists and why you want to make sure that you have a super strong welcome sequence. And so if you are new to the show, I have just really started, I think, dipping my toe more in talking about email lists. I think there are a lot of listeners out there that are maybe just beginners kind of getting into network marketing. And email is a little bit more of a, I don't know if I'd call it an advanced strategy, but it's definitely something that people don't tend to dabble in until they are a certain way along in their business. The thing that I would say about why you need an email list, no matter where you are, is that social media has really taken this steep curve from lots of people seeing what you're posting to it is becoming harder and harder to actually be seen on social. And it means that, you know, you have to get just better and better at it. And so email is one of those tools that has a super high return on investment. And just the comparison would be when you post something on social, it's like one to 2% of your audience see it versus email is the average open rate is about 20%. So it's just a much stronger return on investment and time. And that's why I would recommend no matter where you are in your journey, it's a good time now to start an email list and start collecting emails so that you can start sending those to people and actually have your message be seen and be heard. And I just ran a workshop last week where I actually shared some of the stats that we had from October 2020. And it was crazy. We had 26,000 people on our list. And that month we did $26,000 in sales from a couple emails. I share that with you not to be bragging about it, but more to, um, it's more to give you hope for the fact that this can happen and, and it can happen very quickly for you once you start getting all the steps in place with your email and you start communicating that way. So it's definitely worthwhile. It's definitely not going anywhere. And anyone that tells you otherwise is not very in tune with how the online marketing world works, or maybe they haven't seen their own success there. So I am telling you, email works. Everyone checks email. They're used to checking email for work. So having an email list is really an important part of your strategy that's going to make everything stronger. It's going to strengthen up your social media posts because you're going to be able to talk about or refer back to certain posts. And if you have an ad strategy, it's also extremely effective because instead of just targeting people in one area, you can target them on, you know, by posting something organically, 
sending them an email and doing ads all at the same time. And it's like just so much more effective because they're actually going to see your message. So I'll get off my soapbox about why email and why I beg you, if you do anything from this episode, if you don't have an email list, start one, start one, start one. I promise you, you won't regret that decision. So the real purpose of this episode is to, though, talk about how to have a strong email welcome sequence. And I want to talk about first why that's important. So your email list, you really want to be able to set the tone for how you communicate and what you're all about. It really gives you a chance to do a proper introduction because you know that they're going to get all the emails. It's just a matter of is your headline catchy enough for them to actually open it. Having a nurture sequence or a welcome sequence is really, really crucial. And it can be done on autopilot, right? You can set it up once and then everybody that joins your list gets this welcome sequence. So I would recommend between three to five different emails that you're going to send out. And what I normally would do in that first email is welcome them to the community and share the story of how I got started. So I like to include images. I talk about my daughter. I talk about my husband. I talk about our dog, Brew, and really link in the emotional side and the real side of I'm a real human on the other side of that keyboard. And I have a a story that, you know, might really help you based on what I've seen, you know, through 13 years or more of trial and error and when things finally clicked for me. So it's like sharing your aha moments and what really made a big difference for you, what finally clicked. So that is what my first email is about. And then at the end of that email in the PS section, I always, always recommend having a PS section in your email. I like to have something that is prepping them for what's coming the next day. And I like to give them some gifts. So then we move into the second email, which is all about these different gifts I have for them. So it could be a, a freebie that you've created could be maybe an audio recording. And literally, like when it comes to how easy it is to record on audio, I used to always think I had to be in my office at my desk on my microphone recording episodes. And one day I recorded on my phone just under the voice recording app on iPhone. And one of the girls on my team said to me, Oh, what did you do? The audio was so clear. <laughs> And I was like, well, I didn't use my microphone and I didn't use Zoom. I just used voice recording. And she was like, okay, big, big difference. Um, it was super clear and super easy to hear. So that's what I do now, actually. And it has given me a lot more freedom to record anywhere. So an audio training can really just be as simple as you walking through a process with somebody. And the purpose being you're going to give them some aha moment with your training. So it could be an audio, it could be a video, it could be maybe a social media post that is helpful in explaining something or steps in a process or, you know, maybe it's like nine meal prep tips or or whatever. Like it can be any type of content, but the purpose is that you want to give them something. And this is usually, we would call this goodwill. You want to build up goodwill and give them your best, best stuff. It is important that is your best stuff because it's their first impression of you, right? Think back to The Bachelor, it's that first impression rose. It's got to be super, super good. So then in your third email, you could have another gift for them. And again, it's all about sparking those aha moments because usually our ideal customers might be at a point that there's some dominoes that 
need to fall in order for them to really, truly have that aha moment that's going to help them pull the trigger. So none of these three emails actually have anything to do with selling. It is just storytelling, goodwill, giving them your best stuff. Some people might have five of these emails. I do think three is sufficient. It really depends on, you know, how much stuff you have in your vault of good stuff that you can give away. Or if you're somebody that doesn't have a lot of that stuff yet and you need to create it, I think you're okay to go on the lighter side of those emails. So I would definitely send those emails back to back, like day one, day two, day three, and send the first one immediately after they subscribe. And it's a really good way to just build value and trust with people. I like to send them in the morning, I think probably just because I'm an early morning email checker. And so I think about my own habits and when I would check my own email and that is usually when. So it kind of sits, it can sit at the top of the email box. And when you're using a email service provider, something like maybe ActiveCampaign or MailChimp, something like that, you can have it all set up. So these just automatically send to people when they join your list. And then it's going along, it's building goodwill, and it's moving people in the right direction. Now, in that final email of your nurture sequence, you might have maybe you're running a free group or, you know, you want them to follow you on Instagram or there's somewhere that you might want them to go. Uh, you can definitely put that in there. I remember reading a book called Clockwork. And it's all about starting to automate your life and business and these sort of concepts. And one of the first calls to action in it was, hey, send me an email with the date that you want to take your four week blackout vacation. And I just thought that's a really great way to get people to actually take action, like telling them what you want them to do next. So something that is great to do in your emails is actually ask people to reply. And you can say, you know, hey, like reply back to this email and tell me about the biggest challenge you're having in this area. Not only is it really good for the email service provider that you're having people respond um, because it doesn't set off like the spam alarms if people are responding. But it's a great way to get to know your ideal customer, ask questions and get their language. Super, super easy way to do that. Now, one other thing that may come up for you is your domain. So as you guys probably know, I'm toaster level tech. So when it comes to this stuff, I'm just going to explain it as far as I understand it. And there might be a little more research needed to be done on this. But I know when I've set up email service providers in the past, which the reason that you want an email service provider is that it can automate this for you and that you're not having to like send all these emails like each day I'm going to send these emails and all that sort of stuff. You can automate it and it can just go out on its own. When you're setting up an email service provider, I can't recall if they allow you to have like a Gmail or a Yahoo or whatever email account. You might have to have your own domain, which would be like for us, like at ashleyshaw.ca. That's what you would be searching for if you did need to set up your own domain is, uh, you know, setting up an email domain. And then there's going to be tons of information out there on how to do it. And when you do that, you're not going to get flagged for spam and different things like that. Because if you are, then it won't show up in their in their inbox. So the other thing you can do is ask them to move you to your contact list, because then, you know, with Google or any of those email service providers, uh, then it would show up in their inbox versus showing up in their junk mail, which is not great. Obviously, if the emails aren't even hitting their inbox, you want to make sure that you are, I don't know if they still, I feel like they call it 
getting on the white list or something, um, which feels like the weirdest thing ever <laughs> um, to call it that. But it basically means it's an approved list of emails and domains. So when you actually physically drag an email from one part of your inbox into your primary inbox, you know how Gmail has like primary promotions, that sort of thing, or updates, move it physically into the primary box, then it is going to show up there after that point. So it is important to, you can walk people through, hey, this is what you have to do to make sure that you never miss an email and that sort of idea. So the other thing you can include in your emails uh, would be links to other things. So we call that a hyperlink. So you might want to link it to, you know, a social media post or a form or a challenge, like something else that you're running. It's a really good way to get people to, you know, a URL or a different location. So the stats that you might want to look for when you're looking at your emails would be the open rate. The benchmark for that is 20%. You want to make sure that you're at 20% or above or keep working on those headlines to see what your people are responding to. And then the other number we talk about is click-through rate. So what that's referring to is when somebody actually clicks on a link and goes to that next page. You know, usually a click-through rate of about 3 to 4% is decent. Um, some of these things take time though. Like we have been working on our open rates and we've gone from 10% to 30%. So it means the content is hitting home with people more and that's a really, really good thing. So it means that we're more in alignment with what people want. And then the click-through rate, there's usually, you know, when you have an email, you might have what, what's called an impulse click. So that's near the top of the email. You want them to go to that page and then there's going to be um, embedded links throughout your email. And I always like to put one in the PS uh, just in case people are like me and they might skip the email and just go to the bottom. So that can be another number that you watch. So that is kind of the quick and dirty on email series and nurture sequences and how to really make sure that you have a, a super strong nurturing sequence so that you can actually make money with your email list. So thank you guys so much for listening today and we'll see you next time on Social Selling Simplified. Thanks for taking the time to level up today. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money and grow your health and fitness business, head to my free community on Facebook, Business Bootcamp for Fitness Coaches, so I can support you every step along the way. Thank you so much for tuning in today and we'll see you right back here next week on Social Selling Simplified.